Hi, friends. Welcome to Deep Dive, my brand new podcast born from a desire for critical thought, vulnerability, and awareness. I'm your host, Dana Falsetti, a thinker, a writer, a yoga teacher, an activist, an authenticity agent. Each month, you'll hear from me and my guests, ranging from iconic disruptors to everyday people, all candidly sharing our personal experiences on topics ranging from sexuality to social justice and consciousness to capitalism. Deep Dive is a space to tackle hard-hitting questions and controversial topics in a raw, empathetic, and curious way. And it's my space to rant and ramble freely, no holding back. Let's dive in. Hello, friends. Welcome back. I want to talk about a few pieces of philosophy that I've learned through my yoga practice over the years that have really resonated with me. There's a lot of philosophy that resonates with me, but there are two pieces of it that when I first learned these and figured out how to apply them to my life, it really, really helped me to shift my perspectives. And these are two pieces of self-awareness that have allowed me essentially to start living in a much more aware and authentic way. So the first piece is about patterns. And the word is samskaras in Sanskrit. And the way that I like to talk about the, my interpretation of samskaras, these patterns, right? Humans are innately habit and pattern forming and it can be really difficult to break patterns because we are used to them they become comfortable sometimes they're not bad things but other times we fall into patterns that make our lives really challenging so when i talk about some scars my favorite way to actualize the concept into reality i always give the example of you hit a point in your life where you're fed up with everything and you want to move, you want to quit your job, you want new relationships, you just want to start over, right? Where nobody knows you and you can sort of build from scratch and everything will be better if you could just pause everything that was going on that was causing you hardship and just kind of start fresh, right? So let's say you quit the job and you get all new relationships and you move and everything is great for a little while. Everything's awesome for a few months. It's brand new and sort of like the beginnings of a relationship when everything is really lustful and all of the things that eventually become annoying about the person <laughs> that are quirky in the beginning and really endearing, right? So you're kind of in that honeymoon phase, as people call it. So pretend this is the honeymoon phase of starting over in your life and everything is going as planned and going really great for a little while. But then slowly but surely, you start falling back into the exact same patterns that you were in before. So no matter where you move and no matter how you change the relationships and whatever job you're in, somehow, all of those things aside, all of those external shifts aside, you find yourself doing the same things yet again. So you'll fall back into a new relationship and all of a sudden you'll start recognizing, oh man, this person has 
quite a few character traits in common maybe with the last person I was with were my reactions and responses in this relationship are very similar to my reactions and responses in the last one. Or now that I've lived here for a little while, I'm fed up with this and I'm ready for the next thing. Or this job is no longer serving me and I'm going to do something else. And it's a fine line because sometimes things are no longer serving you and it is time to move on. But there's a difference between that and this constant chasing and revolving door of external shifts where we're constantly seeking what can we change outside of ourselves? What can we shift? What can we fix? And instead of focusing on ourselves, again, because it's it's easier to look outside of ourselves than it is to tune inward because it asks us to check our egos at the door <laughs> when we do that. And our, our egos don't like that because they protect us. They protect what we hold true. They protect those patterns that get ingrained. But then you just end up sort of chasing your tail so to speak, falling into the same patterns over and over and over again, no matter how many things you change. So the only thing that breaks the pattern is awareness about what the pattern is, and then trying to make shifts to catch yourself before you fall back into the pattern yet again. Now, I'm certainly not enlightened, and I don't know anybody who is enlightened, and I'm not sure that any humans that I'm familiar with reach any form of enlightenment in our in one lifetime. <laughs> but I do believe that with intention towards awareness, self-awareness, that you can learn some of these lessons. I don't think you can learn all of the lessons in one lifetime. And so I think that there are some some patterns that we probably don't break free from. But with awareness, I think you can learn some of those lessons and you can start to shift some of those patterns. But it's really, really hard work and it takes constant checking in with yourself and, and just remaining really, really present. And it's certainly easier said than done. So that's one, some scar as patterns, the external cycle and how that impacts us. And then the other is chitta vritti. And chitta vritti translates to mind chatter, more or less. Mind chatter, what does that mean? So the way I interpret mind chatter is this, the, the real, the narrative that's going on in your head, the story that you're constantly telling yourself in your head, which you may realize you're telling yourself or you may not. I think most of the time, Chitta Vritti is not conscious thought. It's a narrative that we've built from a lifetime of experiences, from a lifetime of creating context around our experiences. This is a narrative that pulls us out of the present moment. And that's really the way that I see Chitta Vritti and how it actually applies to my life is that if I have this constant narrative going on in my head, that is built up from things that I've experienced in the past. And a lot of it is sort of a either perpetuating my own negative patterns and my own negative thought cycles or ways to protect myself from something that might happen that I'm not even sure might happen. And in either direction, those things pull me out of the present moment. So the idea is that if you have chitta vritti going on in your mind all of the time, then you're not really experiencing the fullness of the present moment that you are in right now because you've already created and are creating 
the story. And I've also realized in my own life, the more you tell yourself something, whether you realize you're telling it to yourself or not, whether this is conscious thought or not, it becomes true. So being able to recognize your patterns, samskaras, and then being able to recognize the narrative that you have going on in your head, a a way to give an example of this, right? When you look in the mirror, what do you see? Do you constantly go to that negative self-talk? That's one small example of how the narrative can impact the way you're experiencing the present moment. And again, it comes back to awareness of what the pattern is, of what the narrative or the thought process is, and being able to kind of throw a wrench in either of those things to just shift the perspective. And sometimes just by doing that, making one small shift in your perspective, you can all of a sudden start to see everything really differently. I'm slowly learning over time what my patterns are and what my narrative is. And it's a slow reveal. Do you ever notice how you're the last person to see yourself? How it's always really obvious. You could look at somebody else. You can look at your friend and tell them all about themselves. And then years down the road, they'll realize something and go, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm like this. I just realized that I'm like this. And you're like, yeah, I've known that you were like that since the day that I met you, (laughs) right? But that also happens in the reverse where we're sort of the last people to see ourselves. So it's a slow reveal. But by catching these patterns and by catching the narrative, I think we can really make some amazing shifts to live our lives again, just sort of more fully, more transparently, with more authenticity and with more awareness. Hi, friends. Dana here. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Deep Dive. If you want more radical truth, make sure you subscribe. You can also keep up with me across social media at Dana Falsetti or visit my website, DanaFalsetti.com to find workshops, speaking engagements, or take an online class. See you next time.